Hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mute myself real quick. He has to fart. Just let saying. me go. <laughs> Ruthie, you should just go. You, oh, my God, Ruthie. You just, yeah, go. Yeah, you're done, right? Okay. All, right. All right, Ruthie. Get some sleep. Right, Peace. Night. We shall talk to you next Bye, week. guys. Bye. Bye. I can't believe we're doing another one. For sure. God, well, I mean, wow. it depends on your job, man, and how long, how long the next one's going to be. <laughs> oh, you know what? I think the drumming and Anna show, when that ever happens, yeah. is going to be a riot. Mm-hmm. Didn't you guys? You, ha- you guys had an episode together. No, we didn't. I'm pretty sure you had at least one Whoa. episode together. We had a discussion about how Jiaoming and I have never had an, a, a solo episode together. I think it was when I was sick, wasn't it? No. I don't think so. I no, no. I'm, I'm searching my memory. I don't no. remember this. You I, literally had said that you were going to plan it out where Jiaoming and I have yeah. to record together. Mm, okay. I think I, uh, you were sick once and you lost your voice, but it was three of us recording. Yeah. I think I could. Well, I mean, I no, guess. No, we had a discussion about this, Albert. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things you've seen, heard, or read what we did, and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. Hey now, that's Rami. It's Anna. A couple of weeks ago, um, I guess it really is a couple of weeks ago, two weeks ago, we did uh, an episode where we were going to bring our own topic, and we're going to have five minutes each. Um and you know what we are going to do that on a regular basis because it was hey. so fun. I don't hey. know. The fun was or was Wait. it just too lazy to prepare anything new? Because it was Wait. too lazy to prepare anything new. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Is it a couple weeks? Two weeks? Yeah, so. exactly. So I said literally mm-hmm. it was a couple weeks. Literally. Ago. <laughs> right? Oh my god, that's the change. So oh, no. so uh, we said five minutes <laughs> each. Uh, that was in the idea that Ruthie was going to be here because you know twenty minutes divided by four is five. But since Ruthie isn't here. I say we give ourselves seven minutes each. So 21 All minutes. All right. So yeah. seven minutes. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. All right. I got, uh, I got two things real quick. First one is real quick. It's actually a follow-up to what Albert mentioned last week about how Regal, this movie chain that he goes to, they're flexing their showtime. Like if nobody comes at 2 o'clock, guess what? That, that showing is not happening, right? You know what wow. I mean? Wow. So, okay, it's always happening to you too? No, no, no. Yeah, I have an update Let for my movie, cha- for okay. my movie okay. chain, AMC. Go ahead. Okay. AMC has is not a flex plan. They're just cutting out all the early shows. Usually, uh, AMC, their first showing is around 11.30, maybe 12 o'clock. All that stuff is gone. The first showing uh, is 2.45, and that's very rare. Whoa. But mostly, the showings are now at 3 o'clock. That's Whoa. a start time for, for AMC. Even the weekend? It, even the weekend. I think wow. uh, some of the weekends are a little bit earlier. I saw uh, Migration. I think there was like a 10.41 for Migration, something like that. But for the most part... Uh, yeah, it's all three o'clock now, basically. Yeah, if you look at the AMC app and stuff like that, at least Monday through Friday for sure, like all the early screens are all gone and stuff like that. The the Saturday, Sunday one's a little bit more flexible, a little, a little bit more screens, but yeah, that's what they're doing. I don't know if because it's a slow time of the year, if they'll change it during the summer. I'm sure they'll change it in the summer, block or summer and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a real thing. That's actually a really bad sign. <laughs> it's, not good. it's not good. And it's not just my locals. Uh, AMC. I looked at uh, Covina and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, same thing. I don't know if it's like AMC, like the Universal Boardwalk, you know, with heavy foot traffic. I mean, that's a little bit different. But yeah, uh, I checked a couple of AMCs. Yeah, a lot of the early showings are gone. Um, have you noticed anything like that for your cinema, Anna? Or I guess you could start trying to look and see if it is. It I'm is looking at right now. He's right. The the earliest yep. I seen was like two p.m. But other than that, they're all at three. Wow! And uh, just just a little insight to my life. A, a reason why I figured this out is because the the last two Thursdays and Fridays, my boss, my cousin, takes the week takes the long weekend stuff like that. She does this at the end of the, every month. So what I do is I look at the twelve o'clock show. And he's like, you know what, guys, I'm gonna get lunch, quote unquote. I'll mm-hmm. be back in a couple. Of, you know, I'll be I'll be back. All your lunch viewings are gone. Yeah, I know. That's that's what I'm saying. It's all gone. Like, oh I no! I gotta take lunch at three o'clock. Yeah. Hell, so I, what the hell? so I'm looking at mine, uh, my, yeah. my Regal Theater, and this coming Saturday, the earliest screening is actually a kid showing, so I can understand why it's, it's right, early, exactly, yeah. eleven mm-hmm. o'clock, eleven o'clock. Then the new movie Argyle, the earliest showing on a Saturday is twelve noon. Yeah, which is which is not too bad, I guess. Which now, is, but still relatively later though, right? Yeah, if I remember correctly, ten o'clock, right? 
Yeah, sometimes like AM. I mean, it's a blockbuster. Of course, it'd be op- early as eight o'clock, nine o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, oh, wait, eight o'clock, nine o'clock. That's that's like a long time ago. I, think. I know, but that's I'm talking about like adventure type uh, movies. Yeah, like yes, Avengers. Yes, yes. Big, big blockbuster. So so now I, I look at the so now I looked at the following weekend for for February ten. Uh, mm-hmm. the new movies. The earliest showing on a Saturday is one forty and two fifty. See, that's pretty late for a Saturday, yeah. right? So yeah. they're they're moving that direction as well. Wow. Yep. So I'm going to keep up. This is, I mean, like I said earlier, this is winter. It's it's kind of whatever. So right now, the only movies you can, you kind of watch right now are like the maybe the Oscar movies and stuff like that. But let's just see what happens when spring comes around, when the summer comes around. See if see if this sticks. But yeah, we are, thing. we're literally seeing the demise of the movie theater. Yeah, and and, the, and we've been watching this for the past decade already. Yeah, but I, I really feel like this past couple of years have really really showed that. So sad. Uh, Dominic, you still have three minutes if you oh, still want to keep going. My second part was, I said that was number one. Number two, it's a dilemma, uh, a personal dilemma, because uh, this is going to sound terrible because my football team actually won the games. But <laughs> I, I, have a, I am in a dilemma because last week during the Packers game, I stopped watching at the beginning of the third quarter because I was so disgusted with my team. I was so frustrated and so angry. You know what I mean? It's not healthy being a sports fan. So anyway, I stopped watching, right, uh, early third quarter. They came back and they obviously won. They beat the Packers. Hey, everybody's happy. Hey, this now fast forward this Sunday, Detroit just demolishes my team, my 49ers in the first quarter, second quarter. At halftime, they're up 24-7, right? Yeah. And then again, I get frustrated, I get angry. I, I'm pretty sure I have an ulcer now. You know what I mean? So anyway, <laughs> I stop watching. And guess what happens? Uh, guess what happens now? What happens? Yeah, come back. <laughs> so where am I going with this, guys? I you guess have to you, stop watching yeah. the Super Bowl. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. my three options are, number one, hey, this is ridiculous. Superstition, sports, superstition, blue, blah, blah. It's silly. That's not an option, really. But I would say that's one option. I just watched the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? The second option is I do the same thing. I watch the first half, see if they're up. You know, see if it, the change changes. See if they're up when they get beat. And if they're, and if they're getting beat by halftime, I stop watching, right? See what happens. Or my third option is I don't watch sport at all, and my team wins. So this is this is the dilemma I'm in. You so. cannot watch it because, like, you know what? I can't have the Chiefs win. <sighs> I am, God I am, I am also in your dilemma at this point now because because I would like to say like, jumping superstitions are stupid. You yeah. don't have to follow it. Yeah. But at the same time, I kind of want to watch the. I want to see the Niners win as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the other thing is. No, by the way, the, oh, the, the world is resting on yeah. your shoulders, Jamie. Yeah. Quick, a uh, quick flashback, like a lost style flashback to like maybe 10, 15 years ago when the Los Angeles Lakers were playing the Spurs. I forgot which series. I forgot what the what the what the what the eventual thing was. But anyway, the Spurs were playing the Lakers in the playoffs. I remember the Spurs destroying my. My Lakers at halftime. You know, what I, mean? I get pissed. I get frustrated. I go upstairs. I like, you know what? I'm stop. I'm gonna stop watching. You know what I mean? I'm gonna, you know, I don't know, watch other things, jerk off, whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? But then downstairs, I heard my mom. My mom was also a Lakers fan. I heard her screaming, cheering. I'm like, what's happening? What's going on? And she's like, yeah, yeah, they're coming back and stuff. So you know what I did? I went back upstairs. I just like, totally ignored it because when I started, when they started their comeback, I was upstairs and I'm watching. So I gotta keep keep the keep the karma. I keep the energy out there. So. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I have to. You, I have, you can't. No, you we, can't. we 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 you know what you're gonna do. Yeah, we know yeah. what you're gonna do. Don't yeah. watch after the don't halftime. Watch. Don't watch. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do have a plan B. No no, plan? no, 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 no. Follow the, what you're doing to the Forty the ers are favored by like one and a half. So my whole thing is, I'll bet on the Chiefs, so what? I can be happy no. either way. No, if, no, no, no. If the Forty ers win, I don't mind losing the money. If the Chiefs win, I win money. So that's my that's my plan B. You're gonna yeah. mess up the karmic balance. I, I, I'm gonna give you an extra minute for this topic because I want to keep talking about this. Go on. I don't think it's a real thing, but that, uh, that was my that's my that's actually actually that was it. That's my plan B actually. Oh well, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll add to that. Yeah. So I was watching NFC Championship right. Well, watching. Um, I had to leave. I had to walk the dog. I had to buy some stuff. So I'm I was missing the first quarter and the second quarter of the NFC Championship. Right. Um, you, you can pause my TV. <laughs> yeah, I can pause TV, sure. Yeah. But anyways, so... I, I, I say that not as a joke. I Sometimes I forget, too. Sometimes I go, you know what? I gotta take a piss. So, I, but I by, by, the, run back. by the time I, I got back it. by the time I got back home, it was already ha- it was already halftime, and I'm like, do we, do we want to bother watching the rest of the game? I mean, clearly, you know, mm-hmm. Niners is not in the game. 
Sounds like, like you should have watched the game. You should watch the dog. Now, so <laughs> oh, I, I so I watched the third quarter. And guess what happened in the third quarter? You know, so, oh, so you're so you're the good luck charm. So now I'm the opposite. I had to skip the first two quarters and watch the last two quarters, and then Javi can watch the first two quarters and skip the last two quarters. There you go. So, <laughs> the world is on your shoulders. I cannot have the Chiefs win. Don't you want you to see Travis Kelsey propose to Taylor Swift on national TV <laughs> at the end of the game? Taylor Swift is going to be kissy? in Tokyo. Kissy, kissy. Oh yeah, I, no! I think she's gonna get on one of Mach Ten jets, and she's gonna race back there. She's not gonna miss a chance to be in front of like a, a billion people. I know, no, I know, I know. Overtime, overtime, yeah, overtime. Yeah. Do you think she's legally allowed to like park a jet at Tokyo Stadium? In Tokyo Stadium and stuff like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. You know what? I'm gonna I, I'm gonna give you another minute just to finish this thought. Go ahead. Oh, Go ahead. Never, never, never mind the fact. What's the over under of her making it to the Super Bowl? It's very good. <laughs> she has 17 <laughs> hours to pull it off. Okay, yeah. 17 hours is a long time. 17 hours to fly back yeah. from Japan to. Oh, okay. Then she's definitely gonna be yeah. there. God damn it! I need. Oh, she'll make it. Yeah. The Chiefs cannot win because. I was supposed to win 2024 with those predictions, and everybody told me the Chiefs had no chance of going to the Super Bowl. And where are we now? They're, They're going really to the good Super in playoffs. Bowl. So really good. they need to not win because yeah. if not, I will really feel dumb when I don't win the crown 2024. I'm trying to remember what I said about the Chiefs, though. I, I, I think I, I think I remember saying that. Well, they're not as good this year. But I never, yeah. I never, I never counted them, them out though. I did not count them out. There had to be a miracle. No, they see, I never said okay. that. I never said that. I said they're not as good this year, but you never count them out. I mean, there's a reason why they've been going to the Super Bowl these past years, right? No. Derek so. said they had no chance. My friend's boyfriend said they had no chance. <laughs> Everyone was like, there's no chance. And I was like, all right, okay, yeah. I believe yeah. you. That I'm I never said. Know. Yeah, that I never no. said. You never, never you never said that. You yeah. were quite optimistic, yeah. but you know everyone else was like, "There is no way in hell." Well, long, guess what? there is a way in hell. Here's the thing about football: is as long as you're in the playoffs, you always have a chance because football is a single game elimination stuff like that. You know what I mean? So you always have a chance as long as you get, get into the playoffs. Ten that's, seconds. That's no, a, no. Ten yeah. seconds. No, hmm? oh, you're just gonna shut up. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was I was done like five minutes. All right, ago, but, so moving on then, Anna. Uh, what is your seven minute topic? Oh, I get seven minutes. All right, I have a, I have a I have a note of things that I want to talk about. Um. Okay. All right. Uh. I don't know if it's seven minutes, but oh, it's Jesus Christ! Something about <laughs> just a little bit of an annoyance. You wasted twenty seconds of your time. <laughs> I know. I, I'm biding my time, just like those more than fifty times you can use the Applebee's pass. But what? I, okay. So you, I, Jeremy, you're not on Instagram. Uh, only following Selena Gomez, but um. Okay, Albert, have you seen those Instagram stories where it's like post a picture from from last year or post ten pictures from January or, or like that Instagram sharing thing that everyone's doing? Have you seen those? No. I guess no. not. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I see them a lot because a lot of my friends share them. Like, post uh, yourself with uh, different hair colors or or post the 10 movies that you love or whatever. And anyways, so I I have reached the conclusion that those little prompts that are floating around uh, Instagram and everyone's posting on the stories is the new MySpace quizzes or, like, you know, send to 10 friends. Oh, yeah. You get one? Yeah. No, it's the new things. It's like, you know, add yours to, like, all the other people. And so I just have a minor annoyance with the the fact that that's like the new thing that's taking over because I had to send those 10, like send this to 10 friends or else you're never going to find love. And I did and I still didn't find love. But now we have these stupid little Instagram prompts that everyone's mm-hmm. doing and I'm just rolling my eyes. I'm like, come on. Do you have to do this? Can we stop the train before it begins? So that is my theory, and it's my little annoyance on social media, and it's a new thing that's been on Instagram for about a, a I want to say like a couple months. Maybe it was, I feel like it's really picked up steam in the last month or so. But I'm just I'm really annoyed with all my friends that I want to mute all of them because I'm like, stop doing that! It's annoying. You're annoying. And that's it. That's my little annoyance. Wait, can I do another point? Well, I mean, you still have like four minutes left. All right, my four minutes. Here we go. Post hangout blues. I get these a lot. I don't know about you guys, but I have so much fun hanging out with my friends. And then when we all say goodbye, I either get really bummed out um, 
I get more bummed out when I get people who do the Irish exit because they just leave and I'm more of the Mexican goodbye that takes like an hour. So and then I get really bummed out and I get sad. And um, I have a friend who who will literally just be like, okay, I'm done. Bye. And this is like, she, she lives in NorCal. So she'll come out and visit. And so then she doesn't really tell me when she's leaving. She like, like she doesn't say like, okay, well, I'm going to head back to the hotel room by eight. No, she just literally was like, as the end is going, she's like, all right, uh, my friend's picking me up. I'm leaving. Bye. And then I'm like, um, you literally had me no setup time no mentally preparing that you're leaving and now you just leave me here in the restaurant all by myself and now i'm sad so, she's wonderful she sounds like I, a best person just, very, she's great. very relatable I no <laughs> i i do love her a lot but um she sounds awesome uh, she really yeah. does. so uh, i it might be because i'm a water sign or because i'm a very emotional person but um i always do have that that sense of like oh i'm really bummed out i'm gonna cry after I'm done hanging out with my friends. Like when I got to see Ruthie for a little bit, like I was so tired. I was so bummed that we were like, that's why I was trying to like prolong things. And um, I couldn't because you guys had eaten a big lunch and we couldn't have dinner. And it really bummed me out. So thanks a lot, Ruthie and Albert for having a big lunch. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't have dinner. Yeah, we could have. But it was kind of like, I think you meeting us was kind of, was kind of last minute. Was it? Was it? I did. I texted you before you were going to lunch. Why, so you, why don't you guys just get like bowl or something afterwards? No, oh, no, 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 but 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 we couldn't avoid the lunch though because that was with somebody yeah. else. Who did it go with? Oh, well, see, this is the thing. Family. Didn't tell it me was that. family. It was family. Yeah. Okay, all right. But you could have told Ruthie, "Hey, Ruthie, maybe you should eat too much." <laughs> I suppose <Yes>. that's true. <laughs> Anyways, yes, postcom blues. I don't know if anyone suffers from those, or it's just me being a girl. But um, yeah, I think I just like hanging out with my friends a lot. That I get really sad when they leave, and sounds maybe like, honestly, hmm. it sounds like you're, you're just an extrovert and stuff. Like you just get energy from crowds and stuff like that. You know, that might be it. And also, I'm an only child, so there you go. but I'm probably a combination afraid, of all the stuff. Yeah, right. It's a, a whole hodgepodge of things. But I'm yeah. also not afraid to be alone with my own thoughts. But I Jesus. want to now, hang out now, with it's, now it's gone to a darker place. I know. <laughs> First, is like because the only child, then I'm a water sign, then I'm an extrovert. That's because I don't want to be alone. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm okay with being alone with my own thoughts. I yeah. just like to be around oh, yeah. people. So there you go. Fair enough. Yeah. You still have one more, one and a half minutes left if you want to. I don't think it's exactly. I don't think it's exactly. All right, here's the thing. Here. So, no, 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 I mean, you, you, don't, you don't have to use it. Did I'm just saying. Need to win, did not need to get nominated <laughs> okay, for Best Supporting Actress. Okay, I'm just saying, I don't think it was strong enough. I don't disagree with you. I think you it was were... completely performative that they gave her that nomination exactly. because she made that speech. <sighs> It was this like the speech, but it didn't. Like I remember before watching the movie, everybody like there were a lot of articles, mostly um, articles that were like Latinas, yeah, America Ferrera's like America Ferrera's uh, speech is so impactful. Yeah. And then I watched the movie. I'm like, that's it, because I did not feel emotions coming from that. You know, I, I, I felt. I, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, you go. Yeah, I, I feel like what she said is important. I mean, we, yes. I don't think we disagree with that. I think articles no. writing about it is good, right? Because it, it gets people talking about it. But did she deserve a nominee for that? No. No. No, absolutely not. I don't think so. Who would you kick her out for? <laughs> okay, <laughs> let, me go, let, me, let me go back well, okay. to this. <laughs> Who would I kick her out for? Yeah, best supporting. Um, I mean, would, oh, so here's the thing, though. That's my oh, – no, Oh, best supporting. That, that's my whole thing. If you if you guys, I'm willing to have a conversation on like who deserves it, who doesn't deserve it. But you, uh, it's only in the through the prism of hey, you got you got have some you got to have somebody lined up to replace her. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like we talked about, we kicked Scorsese out for Greta Gerwin, right? Come on, who are you gonna kick? Who are we gonna kick out and for uh, for? Hopefully, some white chicken, then that'd be really funny. Anyway. Oh, okay. so I, I well, should okay. be for white chicken. If we're gonna, okay. if we're, if yeah. we're gonna go off like just the small monologue, <laughs> mm -hmm. would it like um did I don't know, did she get nominated, the the actress that was in the holdovers? Oh, she did not. She absolutely should have got a nominated, she right? Could, she absolutely I would Devan, yeah. Randolph, something like that. I would yeah. kick out America Ferrera for her because I felt more emotionally connected to her Agreed. than I did. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed, it's yeah. America Ferrera, so there you go. There you go. There you go, Jamig. We think the Academy for them. No, I didn't. I didn't say that as a smug way. I think it's a, it's a it's a legitimate mental exercise. I mean, just from just to throw in my two cents, I saw American Fiction over the 
over the weekend and stuff like that. Oh, I would kick out Jeffrey hey, Wright. Hey, hey, guys, guys, uh, Davin Joy Randolph is nominated. <laughs> oh, there Son you of go. a bitch. Oh, is she? <laughs> she is. She is. I'm looking right now. Sure. She is not. Uh-huh. Now yeah. is it my turn to be smug? Uh-huh. Yeah. Try, try again, guys. Wait. But, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So who else would Greta Lee would count as a best, best actress? actress right? yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she. Yeah. Well, if we're. I will give you an extra minute from mine. The last okay, five so minutes. Lily, Lily can be moved down to best best supporting, and then Greta Lee can take over the best lead, a best actress. How about that? Fair enough. Oh, fair a little enough. bit of Tetris. A little bit of Tetris. That's, that's fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I got I got nothing on the best supporting thing. Uh, I'm looking I look at my list of, of movies that I've seen, and I don't remember a lot of the best supporting that isn't already nominated. Can oh, I give you a hot, oh my can god, give... wait, wait, one more, 30 seconds. I just watched Elemental and they really fudged up how to market that movie. Because oh, if did, I yeah, wouldn't we, we talked about this, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. well, I wasn't on there. Yeah. But I just have to say that movie was so good. There you go. There, the best, the be- one of the best opening ten minutes uh, in a oh, Pixar absolutely. movie. Well, yeah. I, immigration. I, I think the, 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 best. Yeah. the 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 Bobby. biggest the biggest compliment to give the the movie is it it was weak in the box office in the beginning, but it had strong legs. Yes, Which means the movie perfect. was yeah. good enough to stay that long, and people did show up afterwards. Yeah. So yeah, okay. yeah, it definitely yeah. elemental definitely deserves more recognition. Yeah. But yeah, and I, my quick uh, Oscar take is like I would kick out because I saw American Fiction over the weekend. I would kick out Jeffrey Wright, and I would put in uh, the Korean guy from uh, what do you call it, Pass Off, because <gasps> he didn't get anything for yes. anything. Yes. Oh that. my God, he I, absolutely deserved a nomination. I saw American. American fiction, and he wasn't even the best actor in the movie and stuff like that. And that's uh, Jeffrey Wright's uh, pretty good. Jeffrey Wright uh, was amazing in American fiction. Sterling K. Sterling K. Brown blew him off. The yeah, but he is nominated Sterling. too. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I know. Sterling K. Brown he, should just get all the awards. This goes back to what I said earlier. It's it's Jeffrey Wright's a great actor. He's an amazing actor. So I'll give you my very, other minute. To continue this conversation. It's very very difficult to be a lead actor. I just don't think he's a very good lead actor. And I and I think the actor from Past Lives really carried the movie. Yeah. So he should have been nominated. Being a lead actor is very tricky. Yeah, he's not very good at he's not not I say he's bad, but he's not as great as some other actors when they're in a lead role and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh here, I I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll toss it in there just because. Uh best supporting actress, uh Iman Villani. Miss Marvel. Oh yeah, sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Right. Everybody okay. who watched that movie and actually liked it will mm-hmm. say was she was the reason Marvel. to watch the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a definition yeah. of a best supporting actress. Okay, that's that's a that's fair point. Okay, I, I I we did it, guys. I, we fixed it. Off. Yeah, we did it. We did it. Yes. Okay. Four. See, let, let me let me do the math. How many minutes do I have left? I think I have three minutes left. <laughs> oh, there you go. Perfect. I don't think it's a very All this arbitrary. None it's called really it's called Albert has to edit this afterwards, and he would like yeah, it shorter. It's, it's fine. Possible. Yeah. How uh, long was our last episode? Like six hours. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Come on. You, if anything, Albert, you could have had a really short episode, but you decided to prolong it and yeah. keep Ruthie from I'll, speaking. I would just cut that first one in two. I would just call it a day then. <laughs> no, 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 no. That, that, that stays where it is. Uh, my topic actually kind of goes to what Jamin kind of mentioned earlier about about like uh, stand up comics, right? Stand up comics, and and they're complaining about, oh, nobody nobody likes our jokes anymore because they're too offensive, kind of thing. It's, everybody's too woke now. Everybody's too woke now. Is what the general consensus is from a lot of the stand up comics. I mean, there's there's partly true to that as well, but at the same time, um, I was on Threads, right? And there were there were there were some people that were watching Friends, like oh, I'm, they were they're rewatching Friends, and they were going like, I just noticed how toxic Ross was, right? Is wow. what she said. Took them a really to, long time. To uh to quote her here is the dude was obsessive, controlling, lied about their divorce, dated his own student, destroyed a, f- mm-hmm. a phone number another guy gave to her, like, yeah. like you could not write this character today is what she said, right? Which is mm-hmm. true. You in, nowadays Ross isn't a character that you could write, mm-hmm. right? Um, my my argument there because I love Friends, one of my favorite shows ever, is that it is a bit off its time, the twentieth century. Really embrace outrageous, inappropriate humor, and and friends had a lot of that as well, and if that was accepted as comedy, people laughed at those kind of jokes. So are we now really at the point where we really can't laugh at those jokes anymore? Yes. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. Humor evolves. Everything evolves. Everything changes. You wouldn't make dramas the way you did twenty years. You would make comedies twenty years ago. It's yeah. It, it's 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 a thing. Yeah. 
But but doesn't it to go back to the whole like like it's so wrong it's funny? Oh, nah. Honestly, I thought like uh, you're using friends, but I thought uh, recently I've gone back and watched uh, a lot of uh, I've seen some uh, Family Guy stuff, and some of those jokes that they did back then they you can't do right now, and, and I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? It's, it's I'm okay with things being of their time, and they don't have to come back. They can just stay at the time. That's how art works. That's how a conversation about culture works and stuff like that. I'm okay with that. To me, it doesn't really matter. So, yeah. so if I still laugh at inappropriate jokes from back in the day, nothing wrong with that. That's nothing fine. wrong with it. Yeah. It's just you can't bring it to the present. Yeah, there we go. It's like, yeah, it's it's fine. It's just like everything is of its time and place. Everything, and you can discuss it at its time and place. Doesn't mean if you laugh at it, doesn't mean you you're passing judgment. Like I agree with it. So I don't think that's how things work and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just, it's not, it's not to me. It's not that big a deal. So isn't it curious? That the Gen Z who has discovered, well, quote unquote, discovered friends in their in their lifetime as mm-hmm. a Generation Z and love friends, you know, Gen Z, which is the most woke generation out of all of them, mm-hmm. uh, loves friends. And friends has a lot of like outrageous humor that happened in that show. But yet, mm-hmm. Gen Z really loves it. Is it a contradiction or whatever? How do we know Gen Z loves friends and stuff like that? Is there an article about no, it? No, there, there is a, there is a whole thing. Like 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 my like my nieces and nephews, they love friends. So know, it's anad- it's it's anecdotal and stuff like that. Because my nephew doesn't doesn't watch friends at all and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I so was I, under the yeah. assumption that no one likes friends because it's so um yeah. the humor doesn't translate to this age. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Because I, I, I well, I, anecdotal, sure, but I'm I'm seeing a lot of a lot of young people who love friends. Yeah. You know? And also the thing is just because somebody would love it and stuff like that, if they were in a position to kind of recreate in a creative position, are they going to create something similar to friend Riot, uh, a character like Ross? Those are, those are two no, separate things and stuff yeah, like that. No, I mean, I mean, you know I mean? But yeah. that's, that's not what I'm referring that's, that's to. A, you know. that's, a, that's, yeah. Yeah. That's, not, that's not what I'm referring to. But because, you know, like, yeah. like millennials had, uh, had rediscovered the office, you know, and I think Gen Z rediscovered France. So, mm-hmm. but, but to put a pin in this, you know, like back then, a lot of people argued, always pit like friends versus Seinfeld. And mm-hmm. so far, it seemed like Friends is winning, as far as I'm concerned, because nobody really refers to Seinfeld that much anymore. They they should, because I don't think Seinfeld has aged very well and stuff like that. I honestly yeah. don't. You know what I mean? I, Just, I agree. I never. I thought. I thought. See, I'm all about I, like like it's wrong. It's it's funny, but but. Mm-hmm. To me, Seinfeld has always felt wrong. I don't know. You just that's just me. Yeah, it's just I don't think it's for some reason his humor just doesn't really translate to where I am now. And I wasn't the big, biggest fan of it back then either. It's not about that. You know what I mean? I don't, I think it's just, it's more clever and more clever than anything else. And, and that's not really what I look for necessarily in humor and stuff like that. I do would like a, I would like a big laugh every now and then. You know what I mean? Instead of just admiration for a clever written premise or joke and stuff like that. Okay. You know what I mean? But yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I went overtime time my limit, but like you guys said, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, last thoughts? Nothing? No, no. Let's let's just end it right now. All right. Thanks for listening. Yeah. You can find this podcast. Hey, Anna, I think I think uh, I think Anna, I think Albert has like a dialogue with himself. Yeah, that's, right. that's what that's Wait, what I do. We yeah. didn't need recommendations. No, no, we're doing that. Uh, you can find oh. this podcast on Instagram and Threads at Stuff Junk Show. You can find me Albert on Instagram and Threads at Albert Five by Five. You can find me on Twitter J I A M I N G I O U. You can find me on social media at Anna Voltage or my other show, Most Extreme Ranking Challenge. Music has been provided by Gloomy June. Contact info, ways to support us, and everything else is on the show notes found on whowhatworswhy.com. Before we go, let's give our seven listeners some rest recommendations for this week. Jump <laughs> well, well said. Well, I think Anna wanted yeah, to go first. Yeah, but, yeah, but, so, like she was... Oh, no, I was actually ready this time. That's what yeah, I was yeah, like, go, 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 Coach, go, okay. Anna, go. All right, my recommendation is to all Sarah J. Moss readers out there because i know they listen to this podcast because we are the pop culture phenomenon for everyone take uh who is this chick (laughs) it was it was her recommendation last week i know i'm feeling hold on hold on my my recommendation is to take a damn chill pill huh okay Okay. yeah take a chill pill um i know i know right no well they're notoriously terrible you know if you put if you compare them to star wars fandom sarah j moss by all means, takes the the cake for being the worst toxic fandom. Wow! But yes, um, right now everyone's a little bit mad because our books are not getting here 
uh, on time. And that is by no fault of anyone. It's just that they're getting shipped out the day of release. And Amazon has spoiled us with us getting our books early and all that. But um, the Walmart edition, uh, everyone's really mad because Walmart kind of screwed it up a little bit and made us all think we were getting it early. But turns out it just got shipped today. And so everyone's posting on Facebook about how they are never going to buy from Walmart ever again because they ruined their whole experience. And I have been blocked plenty of times today for telling them, take a chill pill. Okay, the book is going to get here. Walmart didn't do this to you personally. They just messed up because they didn't understand the influx of books that they had to send out. Can you buy it digitally? Huh? You can buy it digitally. You can buy it digitally, but the thing is, um, so we'll save a tree, guys. Come well, on, guys. well, hold on, hold on. Right. The publishing house uh, gave each retailer an exclusive bonus chapter. So, depending on where you order from, you would get a different bonus chapter. Mm-hmm. So the well, there's no way of exchanging those extra chapters on on some sort of internet, some sort of interconnected there, no. web or anything like well, that. Right? I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, what's going on here? What's there happening? is, but readers as readers we either want one or you know i don't want to own the one with the bonus chapter that i don't like so that's why i didn't pre-order from barnes and noble technically i did because i'm going to the midnight release party tonight but i'm actually returning the book um because i don't want that one in my hands what is happening here i know it's a thing it's yeah. a thing but anyways uh readers out there of sarah j moss take a chill pill please because uh you are not boycotting walmart just because of this get over it I didn't know there were so many readers still in the U.S. Huh? Good for you guys. All right. Yeah, yeah, we yeah my read. admiration. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, oh, am I, I next? I longer, but my, yeah. my five minutes are up. Well, no, I mean, let's uh, read it. Pirate's recommendation, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. My recommendation is, uh, the thing is, I saw Mean Girls, the musical, over the weekend and stuff. Oh, God. And my recommendation is not that movie. My recommendation is, hey... <laughs> If wow! Is not that movie. His movie was okay. All right, it was fine. Oh God, so, Jeremy, why did you go see that movie? Wait you for it. Thing. Wait for it. I saw it. But go on. Sometimes I, I mentioned earlier. I I watch movies on Fridays and th- Thursdays and Fridays when my boss is not around. But anyway, so it's based on you know what's, a, what's a, a screening and stuff like that. The screening time and stuff like that. Anyway, my recommendation is hey. Tina Fey wrote the original Mean Girls, obviously, 20 years ago and stuff like that. And my whole thing is like, hey, if you're going to revisit your work years later, you might want to add something to it. You know what I mean? Not, don't, don't just make it musical and not additive enough. I'm, I think in 20 years, uh, an artist should grow and change and stuff like that. So however you grow and change should be put into the work. Because the thing is, the, the movie had the same beats. I actually recently rewatched most of Mean Girls a couple, couple of weeks ago and stuff like that. Wow. You know what I mean? It had the same bits, the same characters, the same character beats and stuff like that. You might want to just add, add a little thing. Just think, you must have changed over 20 years. The reason I'm kind of harping on this, I'm kind of like upset about this because there's been instances recently where artists have revisited their work, adapted the work, and they've added new stuff because they've changed. I'm thinking about Scott Program Takes Off. Scott Pilgrim takes off versus the original Scott Pilgrim of the world. It's light years different. You know, his world perspective, his maturity has all changed in the last like 20 years. You know what I mean? So that's number one. Number two, Invincible. My man, Robert Kirkman, and stuff like that, did the comic book 20 years ago and he adapted it for Amazon. When he adapted it for Amazon, the cartoon, he added a lot. He changed some of the mood, the plot, and the blah, blah, blah. But that's, that's, that's fine. But he really added. A lot for Debbie, the wife character and stuff like that. So my whole thing is like, hey, if you're gonna adopt adapt this work from X number of years ago, feel free to challenge yourself, feel free to change things up a little bit. You know what I mean? Don't just the making a musical is not enough. It's not additive enough and stuff like that. So yeah, that's my recommendation. But in, in the defense of the movie, it's just based on the musical. I understand. And the musical and the musical is based, based on, on, the on the movie and stuff like that. Yeah, but I, 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 th- I think that. I think making a musical based on a movie is completely fine. Because it's clearly different in its it but just for the fact that they sing, right? That's no, but nobody asked for this. No, no, like, no. The movie, movie. the movie is a whole different story. I would argue there was no reason to make the Mean Girls musical into a movie. That's my argument. Right? Because the because the musical the Mean Girls musical works better as a stage musical, not as a movie. That's my argument. I think we're talking about two different things, though. I'm talking about I'm, you're talking about one. You're talking about like you know just adapting your works like straight ahead and stuff like that. No, 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 no. Yeah, 
So they adapt. So I could rep- I could just shift the time period. Then she adapted this musical in 2017, right? Then I'll just say this: when the the, the musical is out, why didn't she up, update the what do you call it? The 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 the, the Mean Girls from 20, 2004 to the musical and stuff like that? You wait, 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 wait! You're saying they should not have made a musical, even a stage musical? No, I'm saying she should challenge herself and change some of the text. She, should, she when you watch the musical, whether it's the stage or the movie, and, stuff, and compared to Mean Girls, the characters are the same, the story beats are the same, everything is kind of the same beats and stuff. Like that. Nothing has changed. No, but here's like the that. thing: but, no, hold on, hold on. But uh, thing is, the difference between her, uh, what do you call it? This is Tina Fey. She's like the sole writer of this. You know what I mean? She is. This is not like an IP. This is not like a Marvel comic book. This is not. You know what I mean? This is an individual artist and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So I, I think you should, you should, you should do something. Challenge yourself. You know what I mean? Having hiring somebody to do some songs and some music. I don't think that's enough. That's not interesting enough. Hey, what would I know? I mean, I mean, Matilda is a is a fantastic musical based on Matilda. But what I, again? Who who adapted the the movie, uh, the musical, and movie and stuff like that? It was somebody else. Yeah, who wrote? Uh, I'm saying the examples I cited are the the writers or the creators are still working on it. You know what I mean? They're still. I think is the guy from Matilda still around? Is he still alive? I don't know. But you, you, you don't. But either way, he had no. He had no, nothing to do with the adaptations of it. So you know what I'm saying? I'm saying the creator, if they're still around and they're adapting their own work, they should change. They have. They should. I feel like they should. They're obligated to to change it up, to challenge themselves, to pre- present it in a different way and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So your recommendation is towards creators who probably don't even <laughs> listen to the show. I think 99% of the recommendations we have are based on things that people would, would never take seriously or have <laughs> like anything. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But but my, my argument there is that I think I think adapting like a book to movie is already a huge difference, even 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 if they're very similar to each other. There's sort of already a difference. Adapting a movie to a musical is already a huge difference because there's you have to you have to transfer the, the text into songs. That's not easy. You know, so I I don't blame them for trying to stick to the original plan. But the thing is, you're using the word them again. I'm pointing out a specific creator. I'm pointing out the creator who's still active, who's still participating in the creation of it. So your recommendation is pointed directly at Tina Fey. Yeah, yeah, why not? <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean, the original the original point of the recommendation section is for the listeners, not for not for a person who's never going to listen to this podcast. Well, if the listeners. Could, but the listeners are, re, are listening to my uh, how I review or I, I what do you call it uh, view uh, what do you call it, art and the movie adaptation blah 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 they can take something they can glean something away from that hopefully all right well you know what uh, you you done yeah okay I'm oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna completely change off my 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 recommendations I'm gonna pick it back of what you just said okay because you mentioned Scott Pilgrim versus the World and Scott, Scott Pilgrim takes off right um a lot of people. Wanted Scott Pilgrim take, takes off to completely adapt the manga, the, the comic book, right? And some of them are disappointed that it's not a complete adaptation of the comic book. So my recommendation is stop expecting that, okay? Let let books live on its own, in its own format, in its own story, the way it was told as a book. Let movies who are adopting those books, not like, like what you're saying. Whoa not, there, Albert. Well, I'm sorry, what? Whoa there, Whoa there, you are walking into very dangerous territory. I am, I know. But I, I've always argued this for many years now, right? <sighs> Movies don't have to be exactly like the book. I know, but then they try to change things. Like, studios try to change things too drastically that takes the point away of the book and the characters. Like, I get smashing characters together to make a condensed, uh, like, cast whatever but then there are times where they just want to go in opposite way because they don't understand the book well that's the difference though if if the movie is able to change things up but still stay true to the spirit of the original source then why not jamming isn't that your argument right i think in the case of scott pilgrim versus the world Scott program versus uh, Scott program takes off I thought it was a magical adaptation stuff like that right I think I I think people should go into any piece of movie TV show with an open mind open heart you know what I mean it should it's how the thing unfolds you should just ex- be open to the experience and stuff like that in the case of Scott program takes off I thought it was wonderful mm-hmm. it was a wonderful bookmark between Brian Lee O'Malley in his he's my age right I think like mid 40s 
he's doing it. He co-wrote this TV show versus Brian Lee O'Malley in his early 20s and stuff like that. You know, when he first mm-hmm. did Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. And if you look at his Wikipedia page, it's extra sad and extra poignant and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I think people, the audience, should give an artist space to 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 do that. You know what I mean? To do new, interesting things, push forward and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, if you, look at, if you look at the Scott Pilgrim franchise, like what Yami's pointing out, like I'm pointing out, the book is different than the movie. The movie is very similar to the book, but it is different. Mm-hmm. And then the, the anime is different than either one of those. They they all work on their own regards. They're connected, but they're not connected, but they work on their own. And I think people should judge the product on its own without the baggage of how accurate it is yeah. or how inaccurate it is. Just judge it for what it is. And uh, what about, I mean, again, also the point is not accuracy. The, the point of any adaptation, any movie and stuff like is to invoke an emotion, so invoke a reaction. It's, that's how you... That's how it should be judged. I mean, and again, this goes. Back, I don't want to harp on this point again, but I just harp on it one. That's why I was so disappointed with Mean Girls because, like I said, Tina Fey wrote this by herself in her early thirties. I looked it up. She was thirty-three when this was made. She's like mid, I mean, uh, thirty twenty years later, mid fifties right now. My whole thing is like after I saw I saw Scott Pilgrim take it off. I thought I could I I had a better sense of Brian O'Malley uh, in his early twenties and versus where he is right now. You know what I mean? I didn't mm, get that. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't get that from Mean Girls. It's like she's really kind of cut and paste from the the, the Mean Girls movie, and then did she just added music and stuff like that? She didn't really make it contemporary with you. Yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. it's just disappointing and stuff like that. It's disappointing. I mean, your worldview must have changed to something uh, in twenty years, right? Like if I did this, po- I mean, if you listen to this podcast I did nine years ago versus the I do this podcast now, you would see some change. You know what I mean? Hopefully, in the how I present the how I present uh, myself and you know my thoughts and feelings. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I like to think I, I like to think I I, I tell more sixty nine jokes and stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, right? So but, yeah. But you know I mean, Tina Fey added TikTok to Mean Girls. <laughs> I know that's the other thing. Oh my god, it doesn't make it contemporary if you make it TikTok. If you don't, if you make it viral, it's, it's just, it's just I just I I thought the TikTok thing was a smart way of of doing what they were doing. So, and also, I want to say the last one fourth of the movie. Does pick up. I think the songs in the last one fourth is better. The last two songs and stuff like that. I think uh, there's more energy towards the end and stuff like that. The the, the Moana girl is the best. The best part of that. Yes, movie. that's what I mean. Once her song, her song, and then the last Regina song comes on. I think that's when the movie kind of picks up. And that's the other. So that's that actually gets to the point of she should go back and kind of kind of like not like fix things but update things. I realized as I was watching this musical that. Mean Girls, this movie, the the original one, it ends with Regina getting hit by a bus and stuff like that. And that ends the conflict. You know what I mean? Everything is resolved by a hit by a bus. I was like, I don't maybe maybe do something better, more or something. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, what do you got? I I would like to say I also I, I, I get where you're coming from, Albert. I also agree. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I don't trust studios to have too much. But then you're saying you keep saying studios, but it could just be a different creator's take on the property. If they, if they, uh, well, okay. The creators of this one book wanted to take a male character and turn him into a a flip gender switch and make it a love triangle. Mm -hmm. That would ruin the whole book. So that's where I'm always like, "Eh, yeah, I get that should be its own entity and it's going to evoke emotion, but taking a U-turn would be weird. But I do agree that the movie should be separate. Um, I think I still think Catching Fire was the best adaptation because it got everything right from the book. Even though it did cut out some things, it still did it justice, you know? Okay. So, and casting, I'm also okay with choosing someone different. I'm not I'm like, oh, no, he has to be white. Um, but, yeah, I'm always I, – I, I'm, I'm 90% with you and 10% like, oh. No, that's fair. I mean, it, it is, for me, this is a, a mountain for me to climb on it. Because a lot of people they love adaptations that are perfectly adapting the original and didn't get the crap in it anyway and say it's not as good as the original. But I mean, Game of Thrones season one was pretty. I have um, no commentary there because I never read the books. But it was pretty good. It was pretty good. And then we don't talk about everything else. (laughs) Yeah, but but that's the thing though. So I I think I think I think we as a as geeks have to kind of move past this whole idea of this whole notion that everything has to be a perfect adaptation. Of another thing, because when you do that, you're, you li- you literally are discarding what the original one was. Because then, why would you read the book if you could just watch a visual version of it? 
But if if each property can stay separate, then you can read the book and still enjoy the adaptation movie and still enjoy the musical of it and still enjoy the anime of it and still enjoy yeah. the comic book of it because they're they they can live on two different on separate planes. I am taking that perspective for when uh, Sarah J. Moss's books get turned into TV shows. So yeah, yeah. How's I that coming this... along, by the way? How's that coming along, by the way? Uh, yeah, it's not gonna happen. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and I think should we? I think should we visit this in about uh, three weeks when the Airbender comes out? See what happens there. Oh, oh, that's a good. That's a good point. Because you know, I, everyone Because I see Air, I see, I see Airbender, the the Netflix trailer, and like, oh, that looks really good, right? But so far, it looks like it's trying to be super faithful to the original. But they they even said that that there will be changes due to the fact that their actors do grow, right? And uh, and as opposed, God, as, yes. as opposed as opposed to the the cartoon which which all three seasons took place in one year, this one is not. Ooh. They already said it's not going to do that. They they are going to stretch out the years for the sake of the fact that their actors grow up, right? Mm-hmm. So 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 there will be changes. It's going to be interesting because this is going to it's going to like. What do you call it? It's going to be like a nexus where everything we've talked about in the last like six hours come together and stuff like that. Because I think I haven't seen the trailers. That's like I'm trying to avoid trailers, but I think the vibe I'm getting from this Airbender adaptation is like the reason why the the original creators left is it because Netflix wanted such a faithful adaptation. But did the creators go in there and think, you know, I don't, we don't want to do the same thing twice. We did, we did a perfect version of it and in the anime, you know, what oh, I mean, the animations yeah. of it. Maybe we want to change things up. You know what I mean? We want to do different things and stuff like that. But, you know, Netflix might have said, you know, play the hits. We, we bought the, the rights. We play the hits and stuff like that. So well, it's then why didn't they do that for Cowboy Bebop? Well, hmm? yeah, Cowboy Bebop was kind of like, like we'll, we'll try to be faithful to the original, but clearly <laughs> we have limitations and we can't be. You know, is that kind of a situation? And Cowboy Bebop is a little bit different because it has many, many more episodes. You know what I mean? Uh, Airbender Didn't has he's a dog has breed like though at the beginning. I only saw the first episode of the live action, so I got no commentary past that. I got two in before I bailed. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, my point is the Airbender go. thing, the Avatar Airbender thing, will be interesting uh, case study. But wait, so, so the creators left the Netflix show. Mm-hmm. They, they, they never they gave a reason. Why. Why. No, there, there, there has been no reason. Right now, yeah. everything is speculation. The, the other <laughs> speculation I've heard it was that they did not want to do the whole like. We have to take it several years because the characters grow, and mm-hmm. th- th- that was the other speculation of why they left yeah. because they didn't want to do adult ag. They didn't want to do, yeah. Big, but they can't help it; they they, they grow up. So so it seemed like whoever both sides have been both yeah. sides have been very gracious as far as the reason why uh, the original creators left and stuff yeah. like that. Everything's speculation. Yeah, the show the showrunner for the Netflix show is like, yeah, it's unfortunate that they're not involved in this, but I, mm-hmm. you know, it's like we we were we're. We're, we're fans of the property, so we'll mm-hmm. try and do it justice. So. Hey, I see a bunch of Asians. I'm, I'll, I'll show up. Half Asians, half Asians. I don't know what we got here. A little bit. You know, let's see what happens. And like I said, it looks like they spent a million bucks, uh, billions of dollars on it. So we'll see. Yeah, well, they want they want their, they want their next Stranger Things. And, mm-hmm. and this is a possible. You know, mm-hmm. one one piece is c- kind of like another hit for Netflix. So That was a big hit. Yeah, so yeah. They're, they're, they're finding some replacements for Stranger Things. So that's good for them, I guess. And that's another one where puberty has really reared the ugly head. I think those kids are older than I am right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, one, one piece is weird because, like, like the one girl in in the show is, mm-hmm. I believe, a thirty year old. Yeah. So I'm like that one. They just casted like old but young looking. I think you know what I mean. So they're trying to avoid that. None of them are going to hit a gross spot. I don't think they are going to be what they are for a little bit. Yeah, I think I think the young the youngest person in One Piece is the main character Luffy. Yeah. So, so yeah. So it'll it'll be interesting. Anyways, good talk, guys. Good talk. <laughs> we did it, guys. We solved Hollywood once again. We did it. We, we did it. We fixed the Oscars. We oh, fixed uh, what do you call it? musical, the movie adaptations. We did it all. I made fun of Tina, uh, Tina Fey, called her a, a hack. So it's all good. Send us to Tina Fey, I by the way. Uh, I, I think that we're done for the year. I, th- I think I, I've lost respect to Tina, with Tina Fey with, with the way she portrays Asian characters. So shrug. She's very racist. Apparently so. <laughs> Did you see? Uh, I'm like, there, there probably was no change because Tina Fey has not changed at all. Yeah, she's, she's still a she, mean girl. She, uh, what called? Did you ever see the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? I stopped watching it after after a certain point. I'm like, ah, I don't think this is for me. That Asian, yeah. that Asian character is really, really racist, man. 
Yeah. He had the most generic Asian accent. He's Vietnamese. I grew up with Vietnamese people, and I've heard Vietnamese accent. That is not a Vietnamese accent and stuff like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. That's very racist. Yeah. Look at, but look, going back to what we were saying earlier in, in an earlier conversation. Like, oh, by the way, that's five, five hours ago. If uh, you guys could, uh, in, in between lines, that's actually kind of one of the reasons why I took uh, Tina Fey to task. I don't like her very much. Yeah, it's like it's like you know the I whole thing I... where where outrageous humor was popular in the 20th century. You know, and clearly for myself, I can still laugh at those jokes from back in the day. But clearly, when it's done now, I I can't do it. So there yeah. is there it does there does seem to be a difference. There does seem to be yeah. a difference. See, see. Yeah. So there, there you go. go. There we go. There we go. All right. Answer your own oh, question. I know it was three hours on this podcast to figure some of this stuff out. Good job. Buddy. So, we, so we, I, we, I can I can laugh at Ross being toxic because it was done back then. But if they mm-hmm. if they wrote Ross now, I probably wouldn't be laughing. So there we go. All right. This was episode seven hundred and thirty-seven of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this podcast has been really really long. Has been a, what worst one That's the name of my uh, sex tape, by the way. Oh my go. god! We did it again, guys. Yeah, we did it. Yay! 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 Yeah, you too. Yay! And you were not feeling it, Albert, but here you are. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I love talking to you guys, so it, it, it's a, it's a good pick pick me up. Oh man, I can't wait to hang up, man. <laughs> <laughs> I get to hang oh, up. I get to, oh. I know that I, after I hang up, I go eat and I get sad. Uh, which, I don't know what Alpha does. It's you, the whole you, thing. you know, you know. Ever since I started pressing record, it's been an hour and forty two minutes. Look at that. We did it again, guys. Albert, edit this. I almost feel like I I should, I should just like put it on as is and not bother editing it. Perfect podcast. I don't know what you trimmed up. It's all perfect. Uh, yeah, all I know. Perfect. We're all we had banger after banger. Yeah. I know. So. I landed every joke. Nothing awkward. Nothing, no yeah. weird Google Meet reference by me. It's fine. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, ten out of ten. Perfect game. Yeah. And all right, see. Peace out. Okay. All peace. right then. Good night, you all. Thank you. Bye. Jamie's <laughs> really gone. <laughs> <laughs> Irish exit. There you go. Wow. Freaking Batman, man. It just disappears. <laughs> Bruce Wayne. Right. Bye, Anna. Bye.